Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, everyone, on May 10th, 2016. Happy belated birthday to a longtime friend and listener to Nettie T there in New Jersey. I hope she's having a great day today. I know, uh, from what I understand, it's raining up there, so... uh, I don't know. We got to get some sunshine uh, up in that New Jersey area, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Ron. We're going to have to change that intro because Dr. Ron Jr. is busy working in the office. He does not and has not had time to come on the radio. I want to thank you all for listening to uh, Block Talk Radio and Rejuvenation South Radio. Here, you've made us the number one internet radio station here in Southwest Florida, and I truly appreciate that. Just remember, tell your friends to listen in. We're changing the format a little bit, less didactic, less uh, scripted, and we're going to have uh, uh, be able to bring you more uh, extemporaneous information on today's medical news. So uh, we're going to be unfiltered, uncensored, and uh, we're just going to say what we think. And uh, we still have scripted uh, editorials, uh, but for the most part, we're going to try and wing it a little bit. Uh, Dr. Jerry Smith has been uh, uh, just great in that respect. He uh, He's on the ground uh, working hard. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you by LipoLite Naples and Naples Cryo Spa, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, suite number six in Naples, Florida. The phone number there is 239-331-5886. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the southwest Florida area, uh, Please uh, give a visit to cry, the Cryo Spa. This uh, nitrogen chamber is private and it's always monitored. Uh, it helps with athletic performance, sports and crossfit injuries, uh, improves uh, disease, certain diseases that have to do with inflammation and rehabilitation. And, you know, for the three years that I've been on the internet radio station, Block Talk Radio, I've always talked about inflammation as being the basis of most chronic diseases. And, you know, the cryo spa can help you uh, lose weight while you're uh, undergoing these treatments because you can burn up to 800 calories every time you step into the whole body cryo sauna. It has anti-aging and skin rejuvenation ability, and it gives you a heck of a metabolic boost. So if you're in the area, 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite 6, 239-331-5886. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for listening, and uh, just want to just talk to you briefly before we get Dr. Smith on here about Blake, a 19-year-old. He was 19 years old when a medical mistake took his life. He was being discharged from the hospital for colitis, an error in removing his central intravenous line cut off the blood supply to his brain and his lungs. Little Emily had just turned two and was receiving her final cancer treatment when a drug overdose in the chemo intravenous killed her. The doctors had just told her parents that the girl was cancer-free. Ladies and gentlemen, if you think these medical mistakes are rare slip-ups, well, they're not. They could happen to you or a loved one. A new study just out of John Hopkins, you may have heard it on all the news channels, found that such errors are now the third leading cause of death in the United States, But these researchers admit that this finding is likely to be just the tip of the iceberg. That's why it's never been more important to take a few simple steps to save your life or someone you love. It boils down to it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to people dying from the care that they receive rather than from the disease for which they are seeking care. That's how Dr. Mark and Macquarie, the professor of surgery at John Hopkins, summed up this study. The report released last week, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it, a quarter of a million, over 250 million people dying a year. 
That's more lives than are claimed by accidents, strokes, and Alzheimer's. That's the equivalent of 500 fully packed jumbo jets crashing each year. You know, as bad as that sounds, the real number, I'm sorry to say, probably is much higher. Even the, the Dr. Mackey's team acknowledged that their study, quote, underestimates, unquote, the actual number of people who are dying due to medical mix-ups. It's just incredible, right? The only statistics available document those who died while they were inpatients. When someone is outside of or released from the hospital or a care facility, a medical mistake isn't counted. These are only people that died in the hospital. So Dr. Mackey noted it's rare as a hen's tooth for a doctor to put a medical error down as a cause of death on a death certificate. Why would they? You know, that's just like putting up a sign to say, sue me. Or down here in southwest Florida, a Morgan and Morgan moment. Well, this is really, uh, I could go on and on, but just know that it's a leading cause of death, over a quarter of a million just in the hospital. So, uh, you know, what, what should you do? Well, I, I, you know, you have to take control of your life. Do a double check from filling a prescription uh, to being wheeled off for a test. Make sure you are getting or receiving exactly what you are expecting. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid to speak up. If you're having an unexpected pain, unexpected swelling, or fever after an operation, tell your doctor right away. Please ask questions from tests to drugs uh, to having an operation. Don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed. It's really necessary, and if you're not sure, please get a second opinion. So it's really important, ladies and gentlemen, as we said at the beginning of this year, to take control of your own life. Can ask questions. Ask questions. Do not. You're not hurting anybody's feelings. It could be your life on the line. So before we get to uh, an interesting uh, article about uh, pancreatic cancer, I want to say hello to Dr. Jerry Smith. Uh, are you on the line, uh, Dr. Smith? I'm absolutely on the line. Oh, that's I great. God bless it. you. Well, I really appreciate you uh, calling in and giving our audience the expertise of uh, not only uh, your experience, but your, your true real-life uh, goings-on right there in your practice. Uh, we had a lot of good uh, uh, responses about your root canal from your website, icnr.com. Uh, it's really great. And, uh, you know, today, if you don't mind, I, I want to read something that I wrote because uh, I, I'm sort of left-brained. Uh, and it has to do about pancreatic cancer. And, and see, I ask you if you've had any experience with this. You know, it's one of the deadliest cancers, right? And most because it's usually found too late. It's, uh, you know, it took Steve Lott, Steve Jobs' life. Uh, pancreatic cancer kills 40,000 Americans every year. But there's some new research that reveals something that to me was quite startling. Uh, maybe a secret to how you can prevent pancreatic cancer. And it's something so easy that uh, it's, it's crazy. All you have to do is brush and floss. Did you ever hear this? All you have to do is brush and floss. I know it sounds too easy, uh, believe me, because the same germs behind bleeding gums and crumbling teeth, get this now, have been linked to heart disease, stroke, Dementia. Now we always we know about heart disease. Dr. Smith has talked about that. Stroke, dementia, and now cancer. They're looking for a way inside your body. And once your gums start turning to a hamburger meat, they've got it. They hop in and use your bloodstream like their own subway system, causing havoc at every stop. So this new study finds that two nasty bugs in particular that cause gum disease will increase your risk of the devastating and deadly form of cancer, pancreatic cancer. They're, they're high levels. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll mention this. You probably won't remember. Uh, Porphyrosis gingivalis running around in your mouth will increase your risk of developing cancer by 59%. The second one, Agricobacter actinomycus minitans will boost your odds by 50%. I mean, these are not the names that are going to roll off the tip of your tongue or be a you know, popular song, but as long as you keep them out of, out of your mouth, don't worry about them. The bad news here is 
If you bleed a little when you brush, and especially when you floss, or if you never floss, odds are you're already getting a population of these nasty critters. The good news is, uh, from what I read, and then we'll hear from Dr. Smith, you should be able to get this under control fairly quickly. So we made, we talked about biological dentists, fluoride-free dentists, and gum specialists, gum scaling. Um, you know, you want to get rid of those pockets in your mouth, ladies and gentlemen, and commit yourself to taking better care of your teeth and gums. And, uh, you know, with that, I want to just get Dr. Smith a, a take on this. this. This was a really interesting study, Jerry. Yeah, well, I, I looked it up, and um, you know, it came out of Harvard, uh, the public health uh, arena. But basically, uh, my experience has been that periodontal disease, anything going on in the mouth, excuse me, ultimately creates inflammatory response in the body. And my whole take on this is it's epigenetic. In other words. You may have pesticides trapped in your pancreas or a vaccine trapped in your pancreas or a, a virus trapped in your pancreas. And then all of a sudden, now you have this flood of bacteria coming down from the mouth from periodontal disease. You know, it's it's a formula or prescription for disaster. And this is what, you know, causes cells to go haywire. And because I think on the last show, I'd mentioned about the patient I had uh, stage four throat cancer. And when I removed the two infected root canal teeth, in three weeks, the cancer disappeared. So there's a component of bacteria, viruses, whatever, fungi, that, you know, cause the cells to go haywire and the DNA gets corrupted and then you got cancer. So, you know, when they talk about cigarette smoke as being a factor, overweight, type 2 diabetes, uh, insulin resistance, this is, you know, a very myopic view of a disease process. It's multifactorial, and, and most people are walking time bombs. You know, they're, they're eating too much processed food. They're not getting enough exercise. They're stressed out mentally, and they go to the dentist, and then they get a, you know, mercury filling in or a root canal, and then the body says, hey, I can't deal with this, and that's where the trouble starts. Yeah, and then that's what we've talked about uh, before Dr. Smith and now since Dr. Smith even more so, that chronic inflammation, ladies and gentlemen, the root of most uh, or inflammation the cause of uh, chronic diseases the root cause of most chronic diseases and uh, you know the teacher would you say uh, uh, like the summary of that article that you know flossing peroxide keeping your your your, your teeth clean is is that enough uh, to well, for, to prevent gingivitis yeah, if, if you have a relatively clean mouth but you know the average american has you know some mercury fillings in their mouth they have a you know crown here and there or they have, may have a partial. And so now you have other variables such as galvanic currents because when you have dissimilar metals in the mouth like a gold crown and a mercury filling, the mercury comes out 10 times faster. I mean, this has been documented. If you have mercury fillings and you're, you drink a hot cup of tea, it's been measured that the mercury vapor stays elevated for 90 minutes after you've had the coffee or the hot tea. So, you know, this is the problem. You, the other big common denominator is an underactive thyroid because my good friend Mark Starr uh, just met with him last week he, I invited him to speak at this uh, institute in Winmore, Pennsylvania the key is hypothyroidism that's the key to your immune system the chlorine in the water the fluoride in the toothpaste in the water the bromine from the bleach products the uh, processed foods drugs they're all suppressing the thyroid when you have a low thyroid, you're going to have systemic inflammation. So there's your common denominator that's, you know, baseline. Then you start adding in cigarette smoke and, you know, heavy metals from, uh, you know, burning coal uh, from power plants, radiation from Fukushima, you know, all these other contaminants, um, you know, that are spreading around the planet. And it's no wonder that, the, you know, the cancer rate keeps going up. Right, and then something you we talked about a little bit last week, the glyphosate. Uh, yeah, right. Add that and, in, and, right? Yeah, the Franken foods. I mean, it's it's not yeah. this, you know, contaminated soy, genetically modified soy, the the wheat. I mean, it's just pure poison. This stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, and and and, and like glyphosate, the Roundup, it's it's a known carcinogen. So you add in a weakened immune system, an underactive thyroid, not have enough ATP. Jeez, uh, and we, we and and then something maybe later on the the program today we could talk about a little bit about vitamin D. Most of us are vitamin D deficient. You add that up and. You wonder how we're even making it day by day, and you you and no wonder so many people are sick and have chronic diseases that uh, uh, are just slowing them up and making them older than they should be. So, well, you uh, know, a simple a simple combination in in foods uh, is uh, sodium benzoate, which is an FDA approved preservative. Well, you know, you add a little ascorbic acid into the soft drink that has sodium benzoate, and the two literally react. And release benzene. Well, benzene's a known carcinogen. So, you know, it gets nuts when you start looking at the labels. <clears throat> you have, you know, in your dairy products, you have a lot of the carrageenan. Well, heck, that causes systemic inflammation in itself. You know, and then you throw in a little, you know, FDA blue, red dye, whatever, and some preservatives. You know, it's just a a, a big pot that's ready to explode. Yeah, and you know we didn't even talk about taking a hot shower if you don't fl- uh, filter out the chlorine, and you get that or those volatile organics, including chloroform. I mean, it's just it's just it's just incredible what we're we're doing to ourselves. They're looking for a cause for cancer. Well, we got to start looking at at what we do to ourselves day in and day out. So yeah, it's uh, a lifestyle problem. Yep, it's a lifestyle, and 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 you have to do the best you can. Don't get depressed about it. I uh, always tell my friends, you know, do the best you can to avoid these carcinogens. They, you can't pronounce a name in a, in a label. Don't eat that food. You know, eat from around the uh, perimeter of the uh, supermarkets. Don't go up and down the aisles where all the processing takes place. So, uh, you know, it's it just, uh, again, uh, try and keep this show a little bit more flowing. I, at the beginning of the show, Jerry, I just told everybody – Usually I prepare about five or six monologues uh, during the show, but I, I didn't prepare but one or two today. Just so we could just keep it going the way it is and just talk about the, uh, the subjects as they come up. And we have some listeners. I'll, I'll turn their microphones on a little later, see if they have anything they want to say. But uh, that's the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's up to you. You know, we're here at uh, Rejuvenations Health Radio, uh, Dr. Ron and Dr. Smith. You know, we'll answer your questions. We'll bring up topics. We'll we'll give you the facts, and then it's up to you to go ahead and uh, uh, act on it. I, w- I want to bring up something because it just came up in a conversation today. I was talking to a friend of mine who was having cold hands and feet and uh, going through all kinds of stuff. And uh, when I was talking to him, he, uh, one of the things that he was taking was a beta blocker. Well, ladies and gentlemen, beta blockers decrease peripheral circulation. So he's gone through all these tests and nobody uh, even talked to him about his drugs. And then he says, yeah, and I've been taking Ambien for a sleep. Well, I, I want to just remind our listeners what I reported last year. Have you ever heard of aortic dissection? Huh? When the, the largest artery in your body suddenly rips open and causes your blood to spill out all over your insides? Well, the risk of surviving that is pretty low. But if you're taking one of the these sleep medications, you are doubling your risk of a nightmare. This nightmare condition. The drug that we're talking about is Ambien. It's also sold as Edular or Zolopibus, and along with an increasing risk of a split in your most important artery it can boost your risk of a heart attack by 50%. Now, well, you this is the problems. Risk. Yeah, Ron, you know, yeah. one of the problems that people don't realize, that we don't get enough natural vitamin C in our diet. And one of the key components for repairing your blood vessels is vitamin C and good quality protein and vitamin K for the blood vessel repair. So when you start taking a medication on a regular basis, the body needs the vitamin C to detox that that chemical breakdown in the liver. So the bottom right. line is if you're already deficient and you're and you're, you know, making the situation worse with all the chemicals that you're pumping in for ambient or whatever else medications you're on. So you start off at a deficit and then you get into scurvy. 
you know, which is bleeding gums, weak blood vessels, fatigue, okay? So this is why these people are having blowouts. Right. And but but you know what? They may have survived longer if they didn't take the drug in the first place, even with their deficiency. Uh, but I want people to know that, you know, these sleep medications are a de- almost a death sentence. Okay, regular use can boost your risk of death by 500%. That would be interesting. I don't, and I would, I don't know who the heck would ever try it uh, to see if, uh, indeed, if you are properly have the proper supplements, uh, what would happen if you're if you're uh, uh, taking Ambien or a benzodiazepine. But these benzodiazepines, ladies and gentlemen, they're really uh, they really could kill you, and they 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 are now a cause of auto accidents because they they last into the next day. So not only they can cause aortic dissection, and and like Dr. Smith says, you know, you're probably somewhat some deficient in in, in the in the collagen repair. Uh, ability of vitamin C and the right proteins and so forth. But geez, ladies and gentlemen, they're only going to give you an extra 11 minutes of sleep. So why put yourself at that risk? So I just want to bring it to all of your attention again, please. Yeah. Well, you know, a key component is this underactive thyroid. And I hate to like beat a dead horse here, but um, when my good friend Mark Starr was lecturing uh, it's actually linked into Alzheimer's disease also. But the key here is that when your thyroid's low, your adrenals kick in to keep the metabolism up. And so when the adrenals are firing, you can't fall asleep. So that's why you need the ambient and the, and the other sleep aids. You know, the poor circulation in the periphery. Again, the body's trying to keep the organs warm. So it shunts the blood from your hands and your feet into the core of your body. It's so obvious once you start to look at uh, how the thyroid, you know, deals with metabolism of every cell of the human body. You know, and the key in the equation is that you don't need a $1,000 blood test. All you got to do is an armpit temperature. And if you're, you know, postmenopausal, uh, change your life. You can do it for 10 days straight. If you're having your uh, menstrual cycle, you start on the third or fourth day and do it for 30 days. And invariably, if your armpit temperature is below 97.8 and you have these multiple symptoms, you have a thyroid problem. And and the, the blood test, the TSH is bogus. And even if the blood shows, you know, normal T3, T4 in the blood, it doesn't mean it's inside the cell working. The only way you know is by the temperature. Broda Barnes did over 20 years of research, one of the longest studies, you know, in medical history. They had the lowest heart attack rate of any group. And then my friend Mark Starr was saying that none of his patients came down with Alzheimer's or heart attacks. The same damage in the brain that Alzheimer's is showing on, you know, uh, autopsy is what a, a hypothyroid patient shows. So one of the key components is thyroid. And it's in a multitude of heart heart disease, degeneration, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's, and all these other disease processes. But no one's looking at it. Why Why do you think that is? Because if you solve the problem, you stop the flow of money for drugs. Okay, here we come back to big pharmaceutical companies again. Sure. Uh, yeah, influencing everything, including yeah. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll st- let's stay on thyroid for a while because that's it. That's sure. really an interesting subject because, uh, you know, yeah, as Dr. Smith said, you could go get a T3, T4, uh, and still have an underactive thyroid. Uh, that, that's that's basically what he's saying. Uh, and you could be, uh, and most people are not only have underactive thyroid by itself, but they're deficient in iodine. And so uh, sometimes you can replace the thyroid hormone, even in the na- as natural state, uh, you will get T4, you will get T3. But if you're not converting that T4 to T3 with the necessary iodine, it, it just doesn't work. So it is a holistic approach. Uh, and the word holistic is W-H-O-L-E, in my opinion, that the whole body has to be uh, taken into consideration. So Dr. Uh, Broda Barnes, who uh, was my hero when I was in practice, and uh, I, I was a member of his foundation for years. Uh, he really uh, he nailed it many many times uh, with the with the uh, oral temperature. Well, you know, he did the he reviewed the autopsy reports over in Austria, well over uh, ten thousand 
people. And, you know, he just pieced the puzzle together. And it's just, again, it, it's too obvious. That's the problem. Yeah, and you know what? If you, I just uh, was looking at, at his CV. You know, he had a degree in chemistry, biochemistry, physiology, M, and MD, and he was a national research fellow at the University of Chicago, instructed physiology, assistant professor of medicine, and he served in the, in the army, two term, two two tours of duty. So, uh, and and people just never took what? Yeah, no, took his, him serious. His credentials are impeccable. Uh, yeah. But again, you know, there's an agenda going on. They want a drug for each symptom. Right. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, simple thing you can do if you're tired, lack energy, uh, chronic, you think you have chronic fatigue, you know, why don't you just start taking your temperature? Uh, not not hard to do. So, Jerry, if they take their underarm temperature, uh, they do it every morning before they get out of bed. Is that correct? And it's the normal range should be 98.2 to 97.8. So 97.8 on the low side, yeah, 98.2 on the high side. High side. And that's, exactly. uh, that's under your arm, ladies and gentlemen, under your arm. Or, or if you don't want to waste the 10 minutes to sit there and, you know, take your temperature, you can get yourself an infrared thermometer. The one that we recommend is called Exergen, E-X-E-R-G-E-N. You can buy it on Amazon for about $30, and you, it takes a 1,000 readings a second. So you, you swipe it across your forehead from the, the midpoint in your forehead to your hairline, either right or left, and it takes a read off your temporal artery. So you just subtract one degree from that reading, and in like two seconds, you have a temperature read so you don't have to waste the other eight minutes lying in bed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, is that a great tip or what? Huh? Is it worth 30 bucks? For your health, uh, for your thyroid gland to make sure it's functioning properly, that element that affects every other organ system in your body. It is the gas pedal of the endocrine system. You know, if you're you need more energy and you're and you just can't force yourself anymore, that thyroid is just not working for you. Just yeah, well, I not think I mentioned, for you. Yeah, at last uh, session, uh, my poor aunt, 86 years old, rushed to the hospital twice with fluid on the lung. Of course, congestive heart failure was a diagnosis, and I made her homeopathic thyroid. You know, the nurse was giving her like nine, the caretaker now, nine drops in her mouth first thing in the morning. She has no more congestive heart failure. It just disappeared because the thyroid makes the heart muscle contract to pump the blood through all the organs of the body. And, you know, people think they go to the doctor, takes your pulse, 72 is normal. 72 is not normal. It should be 85 because at 72, the blood cannot perfuse through the organs to, to make them work properly. Okay. Well, the, uh, and that, that is exactly what's happening with these, the, the beta blockers and my friend who has cold feet and cold hands. He's just not getting perfused along with all the other stuff I didn't go into that he's taking. So stay on thyroid now. You know, Jerry, I also feel iron deficiency, uh, that, that epidemic is back now. Uh, I think that is really uh, important. And I, I saw research that shows that iodine levels have dropped 50% in the last 30 years. So uh, what's your solution to that? Well, the key is that put some seaweeds into your diet. Um, there you go. You know, you have kelp, you know, you have uh, kombu, you have nori seaweed. That's what they wrap the sushi with. Um you know, it's relatively simple. You know, back in, I think it was the 60s, they took the iodine out and put in bromine. Well, you know, this is lunacy. Uh, the iodine, at least people were getting it, you know, in the salt and some and in, in the bleach flour and stuff like that. Putting bromine in there is, to me, like a death sentence. Right, exactly. And we talked about brominated flour that General Mills uses. It's just killing your thyroid, just absolutely killing your thyroid. So Jerry, just just so I, I because I I have a uh, I believe in in underactive thyroid. I believe it is still underdiagnosed. It's been it's, it's been underdiagnosed for the fifty years I had a medical license, and even now. But I always had the practice of treating the thyroid, the adrenals, and the sex glands as as a symphony, and that you have to make sure. Uh, that your adrenals aren't adapting to the to, to the low thyroid and your sexual hormones. So I, I really tried, you know, the 
to get everything balanced. Uh, do you feel that way? 100%. You know, the body is an amazing computer. You know, you have the the uh, pituitary that coordinates, you know, most of the stuff. And, you know, a simple little test, for example, um, if you take your blood pressure sitting, lying down, and then standing, if from a lying down to a standing position, your blood pressure goes down 4 to 10 millimeters of mercury. That's indicative of a low uh, adrenal gland. If you have problems, you know, if you go into a Walmart, Kmart, any of these big IKEA, these department stores where there's a lot of fluorescence and, and it bothers your eyes. The reason why it bothers your eyes because when your adrenals are weak, your pupils are dilated and cannot accommodate to the bright light. So people who need real dark sunglasses, you know, when they go outside in Florida or wherever it's sunny, that's indicative of a weak adrenals. Hmm, good point. Excellent. I forgot about that, but that's a good point. Yeah. Ladies paradoxical and- pupillary reflex, you know, the oncoming headlights at night if they're bothering you. Again, it's weak adrenals. Yeah. You know, I, I and, and one time in my practice uh, when I was a resident, I had a person that was eating a pound of licorice a day. Uh, to stimulate to the adrenals. Yeah. And it, it turned out he had Addison's disease. He had, we had a lot of other problems, but he was definitely an Addisonian patient because, uh, as you know, the, you get a cortisone-like uh, effect from uh, licorice. I'll never forget, forget that. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron and Dr. Smith here on Rejuvenations Health Radio, your number one internet radio station for health news. I want to take a quick uh, break uh, for an inner, uh, a little uh, ad for son number one about his cryospa, and then we'll come back. We'll open up the phones, and we'll continue this interesting discussion uh, about your health. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Ron's office down here in Naples. Uh, if you're in the area, please check him out. Check out cryonaples.com. You'll see some great stuff on his website. Okay, we're going to open up the phones. Uh, if anybody wants to chime in, just go ahead. Uh, you're, you're, all the microphones are live. And... Uh, I just want to say, uh, Dr. Smith, you know, I, and one of the things I have for show prep today, believe it or not, is the, uh, uh, an article titled "The Relationship of Thyroid Deficiency to Cancer." And what did you what did you start to show off when I talked about the pancreatic cancer and gingivitis? Well, here, this is an article just what you said: the thyroid can be. Uh, uh, Part of Key that, component. that problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's fascinating? Um, I read this book um, by David Durry. He's an MD, PhD up in Canada. And it was called Breast Cancer and Iodine. And what Dr. Durry showed conclusively is that iodine is the key component that turns on apoptosis. Apoptosis is the sophisticated name for cell death. So, I don't care where the cancer is. If the cell doesn't have enough iodine, it can't stop the replication. And so this poor guy, you know, was curing all kinds of breast cancer by just giving iodine, and they took his license away from him because it was too effective and too cheap. Yep, and and, and there is literature. And this is this 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 article is by a Samuel Schwartz, an MD, born in 1898. So the, you know, it's been known for a while, Jerry. 1941. 
Uh, he was a diplomat at the American Board of Internal Medicine. But, you know, he studied 74 cases of hypothyroidism that was documented and the relationship to cancer. So uh, not, not, not to bore our listeners with the, uh, the study, but, I mean, it, it's been known. But, you know what, a lot of this stuff is, has been suppressed because, you know what, it's kind of easy. It's kind of easy. Yeah, well, you know, the other thing is when these poor patients get, uh, you know, uh, cajoled into uh, and badgered into chemotherapy, one of the main organs that it damages is the thyroid. And that's why, you know, you have anxiety, fear, panic attacks, low energy, mental fog. You know, I saw what happened they did to my wife. And, you know, it's so obvious once you, you connect the dots that yeah. the thyroid gets hit, the adrenals get hit, the liver gets hit, the brain gets hit, and then you you have no quality of life. You know, anytime if you have a question about chemotherapy, you ask the doctor, "What's it going to do to my quality of life?" And they have no yeah. answer. Yeah, they yeah. And again, they they they're throwing the radiation, they're throwing the, the these uh, bunker bombs at you, and they're not specific. They're not they they're not specific for anything. They kill off everything. Not just cancer cells. That's that's a real problem. Yep. All right. So look, Jerry. Here another another article from the Barnes Foundation. Thyroid adrenal cortical relationships and the safe treatment of arthritis and allergies and skin disorders. So here we go. I mean, yeah, Broda Barnes was a hundred years ahead of his time. Uh, no, he was on. He was on time. We were behind. Yeah. Yeah, we were, that's right. Yeah, but he, we, nobody would listen to him. And uh, even uh, Einstein's, uh, Einstein, Eisenhower's physician, uh, oh, that great cardiologist, I actually went to a few. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't buy into it. He wouldn't buy into Barnes's uh, research. Well, because it wasn't and, his idea. You know, that's the problem yeah. is people with the big egos. But, you know, it was interesting. You had mentioned earlier about Steve Jobs. Um, I bought that series by Ty Brolinger on uh, the truth about cancer, and they had a very interesting uh, dialogue uh, with one of the, I don't know if it was a doctor or, or somebody in the health field, and what he he had some inside information about Steve Jobs that he his pancreatic cancer was reversed three times. Yep. The real problem was where did he go back to work? At Apple. And what do you have at Apple? EMFs, Wi-Fi. That's what turns on the cancer again. And my mentor, Dietrich Klinghardt, who I've studied with, an MD, PhD, you know, he's on YouTube. You know, he talks about this thing. He's cured cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, uh, Lyme. The patients are doing great until they put a smart meter on the house or they get Wi-Fi in the house or they're in the, in the line of fire of a cell tower. When these EMFs start pounding your body, the disease process, you know, comes back because it causes a disconnect between the brain and the actual organ. So this is why these things are so darn dangerous. I I just switched over to a headset that has air tubes in it. Why? Because I I spoke to this medical doctor down in Florida, uh, Hanak uh, Talmor, and he was telling me, that and he showed it on a meter that the radiation produced from these little uh, e- earbuds, you know, fry your brain bilaterally, and and it's causing a disconnect between the brain and the actual organ function. So this is why these disease processes, you know, come back again. Uh, that's really interesting. And you know, again, uh, on sleeping, I meant to ask you this the other day. Do you, have you any? Uh, have you had any experience in the field with a Faraday cage? Yeah. These cases. In fact, you know what's funny? You, you mentioned that. I have a patient from uh, London, and he moved into a, a apartment complex, and all of a sudden he, he couldn't sleep. Two o'clock every morning, he's up, wide awake, and he's in dental school. And the poor guy says, I'll never make it through. Anyway, he found an engineer online that basically uh, had the same problem. And so he, the guy, made a, a like a kind of a portable Faraday cage. It was it was woven material that had silver threads in it. And it cost hmm. him like two thousand dollars. But he said that the the night that he put it up around his bed, it created a Faraday cage. He he sleeps like a baby now. Well well Faraday cages they say here can uh, filter out high frequency electromagnetic fields like you know the ones you get from microwave towers and Wi Fi. So uh you know I've I've been considering it. Uh it will not filter out, though, the low-frequency radiation 
which uh, we, you know, we, we have to learn more about. Well, one of the things that we do in our practice with the CyberScan, we evaluate the patient's um, energy pattern against all known EMF signals, and then we print out a little credit card size uh, magnetic strip that you put under your bed while you sleep, and it helps protect your body in an 8- to 10-foot uh, area around you uh, to negate all this EMF nonsense that we're exposed to. And in and, and full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Smith has uh, sent me one of these cards, and it is really effective. Uh, but even uh, but if I do not turn off my Wi-Fi at night, uh, I still don't get a great night's sleep. So I turn That's off right. the Wi-Fi and and I use the EMF card. I, I, to me, it's a, better than any pill or medication uh, that I've ever had. So. This is really interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thyroid, thyroid, iodine, iodine, electromagnetic fields. Uh, you know, we've talked about all this, and we're going to continue to talk about it because nobody else is. And this is there, there are things you can do on a practical basis. And, and I just have to – there's an article sitting on my desk. I just have to talk about it a little bit because we spent two weeks talking about statin drugs and heart disease. And I talked about Dr. Steven Sinatra, Virgin Research. But I'm going to just read something from Japan here. Cholesterol-lowering statin drugs, which are supposed to reduce the risk of heart disease, actually contribute to heart failure and atherosclerosis, according to this Japanese pharmacological review in 2015. Skeletal muscle weakness and pain are recognized adverse effects. So a lot of people on statin drugs have aches and pains. They can't go up and down the step, but their, their physicians say, well, continue with the statins anyway. But the heart is a muscle, too, these researchers point out. In their paper, their co- the, I can't print, Okayama, Ph.D., and colleagues explain that statins impair muscle function, including heart and blood vessel muscles, by inhibiting ATP production, exhilarating arterial calcification, and decreasing antioxidant protection. Jerry, is there been a more profitable drug Ever than the statin drugs in in, in in the United States, and and they're contributing to heart failure and further coronary artery disease, and nobody's bringing nobody's saying anything about it. Well, yeah, they they basically want to generate more drug sales, and uh, it's just despicable what's going on in the whole healthcare industry. Uh, I think it was Pfizer, one of the other big pharmaceutical companies, actually had a combo. Uh, of CoQ10, coenzyme Q10, along with their statin, and they they patented it and then they put it on the shelf because they didn't want it out there. Yeah, and we and yeah, and I, and I gave our listeners that patent number. It's not really available, but I, Dr. Smith is absolutely right. The statin drugs, ladies and gentlemen, are killers, and there are very few people that really should be on these drugs. Uh, a cholesterol level below 169 is definitely associated with cancer. Uh, you know, you must. Ask questions, ask for research. Anybody over 75, gosh, I, I hear more people, and I'm golfing with people that are on statin drugs and they're running out of steam and they're hurting. I mean, why are they taking a statin drug? There is not one bit of research saying that anybody of that age should be on a statin drug. Uh, just, it's mind boggling. Uh, we're going to continue to tell you they're worthless. They actually are only effective in 2 to 3% of the people that take them. And again, I'm going to mention it. I've mentioned 100 times. This is 101 times. There's a difference between absolute risk and relative risk. You have to ask your cardiologist, what is the absolute risk, not the relative risk? So, uh, you know, you're, I, I, I sort of need duct tape around my head when I talk about this subject because uh, the truth is not out there. Ladies. The truth is out there, but the, it's easier for the, your cardiologist to write your prescription than to explain uh, the effects of cholesterol. Well, I know earlier you had mentioned a very interesting topic of the D3, vitamin D. And um, what's also fascinating, you know, in 1990, uh, Nabuto Yamamoto, who was the head immunologist at the Temple Medical School, uh, Ah. developed an extract of vitamin D, which was GCMAF. Now, GCMAF... Uh, literally turns on apoptosis. It, it revs up the 
macrophages, kind of like little Pac-Men running around your body and gobbling up cancer. Well, you know, God forbid you should cure cancer with an extract of vitamin D. And so what happened? They politely asked him to retire as head of the immunology at the Temple Medical School. And, you know, his articles were published in peer-reviewed, you know, top oncologic journals. So, you know, it's not Mickey Mouse. It's not maybe hearsay. It's well-documented, controlled studies. Then they, they went on to close two of the laboratory facilities that were licensed to produce it, one in Switzerland, one in the U.K. You know, uh, thank God somebody picked up the ball in Holland, and uh, they're producing it now in Holland. But the GCMAF, the glu- uh, glucoprotein macrophage activating factor, uh, is so effective, and it's good against like 61 major major illnesses. Wow. Well, you know what? I was going to talk a little bit about vitamin D because it's really interesting uh, that most adults are somewhat deficient in it, uh, especially dark skin uh, individuals who live in the northern regions of the world where they don't have a lot of exposure. Uh, and those that are obese have an even greater chance of being deficient. So it's a, it's a vitamin that has lots of uh, uses in our body. And a, a statistic here as the population of overweight and obese adults and children has risen steadily over the past several de- decades. So as the incidence of vitamin D deficiency symptoms, sadly, this vitamin D deficiency is correlated. Here we go, Jerry. With increased risk of developing common cancers, autoimmune diseases, hypertension, and various infectious diseases too. So just just you're you're right on, uh, and that, that that's right on with all the research I've done on vitamin D, this fat soluble vitamin. And well, you know uh, one of the interesting factors with the vitamin D, there's a lot of products on the market, and this one company that I deal with, they produce. Uh, vitamin D2, it's actually uh, provided in the mushroom. And the kidney converts the D2 to D3. Now, a very high percentage of D3 products that are out there is lanolin that's irradiated with radiation to convert it. So um, I'm not too sure about, you know, the safety of a lot of these uh, products that are running around there with a D3 label on it. Yeah, because D2 is created, though, by irradiating yeast. Did you know that? That's yeah. how they create D2, irradiating yeast and, and other molds. I mean, geez, hello. And uh, you got to be careful because uh, irradiating animal oils and cholesterol creates D3. So the type of D our body, our body naturally makes is ca- uh, cholecalciferol, which is vitamin D3. So your body is able to convert D2 to be used for body functions, but it prefers and is able to use D3 more effectively. So Dr. Smith is right on point. Uh, you really have to be careful and you need a, a good source of uh, vitamin D. You're not, not one made in China, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want your vitamins coming from China. Um, but what's so interesting, vitamin- I, I, yeah, we had this uh, surgical nurse who had breast cancer and she was, of course, always monitoring her D3 levels. And she was on, you know, the, the mushroom source, uh, D2, and her, you know, vitamin D3 levels were perfect. Then she, you know, for whatever reason, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence until you have to mow it. But anyway, she picked up a D3 product, and then after, you know, like a month, and she checked her blood test, her D levels went down. And then she went back on the mushroom source, and it went back up. So, you know, it's been monitored and checked, and... um you know, right. it's not, a, a, you know, guessing. And the other thing is, ladies and gentlemen, there's a wide range of so-called normal for the vitamin D blood test. It could go from 30 to 100. Uh, when you're down around the 30 area and you're a man, you're more apt to get the aggressive form of prostate cancer. Did you know that? No, I wasn't so aware of that one. Yeah, you want your level up of 50, 60. I mean, uh President Obama's was down at 30, and uh, they started replacing his, his vitamin D. You need your vitamin D up on the higher side of the normal limit. So, uh, And a good way to get vitamin D, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, is the sun. You know? Yeah, but you and have to go to a Nunez, 
Don, Ron, you have to go to a nudist colony because you have yeah. to take your clothes off. You're able to get the chest exposed and your back nut. You just can't take your hat off and run around with short sleeves. <laughs> You're right. He, he's absolutely, Dr. Smith's absolutely right. And I forgot to tell him a boiled egg is hard to beat. But be that as it may, <laughs> if you have dark skin, you need a lot more. <laughs> you know, he's been zigging me these past couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, I just uh, wanted to make sure he knew that. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> So you know, what, let's just 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 for practical purposes, you know, at least nude from the waist up, ten to fifteen min, minutes of direct sunlight if you're fair skin. If you're dark skin, you need about forty minutes to an hour a day. You know, if you want to get uh, some some vitamin D the natural way. So what's a good rule of thumb to know? Go out that and the play. Go out and play. Look at your shadow. If it's shorter than you are. This will tell you the sun is high enough in the sky and strong enough to convert the D in your skin. All right? So it's really important, ladies and gentlemen, to get that vitamin D. I, I, the, the symptoms of the vitamin D deficiency, oh, gosh. Just remember, there if your good. shadow is shorter than you, you have a bad image. <laughs> 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 I owe you one. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, I I, I I forgot what I was going to say. You know, you got me. So sorry like, about that. Sorry. Ah, jeez. What a what a guy this guy is, and he, and he, and I and I ask him to be on here every week, and it's you know oh god. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, be careful of sun, sunscreens, please, because sunscreens of uh, just eight SunProtect SPF eight will block ninety five percent of your vitamin D. So don't go out and put sunscreen on if you really want to get some vitamin D. So look, look here's a little list. Vitamin D deficiency symptoms can be linked to osteoporosis, heart disease, high blood pressure. But Dr. Smith started this segment off cancer, autoimmune diseases, depression, insomnia, arthritis, diabetes, asthma, MS, multiple sclerosis, chronic pain, psoriasis, fibromyalgia, and we think autism. There's some studies that I read about autism. So you want your vitamin D level in the blood test to be 50 plus. Okay, 30 to 50 means that you will want to be supplementing with vitamin D or we're spending more time outdoors. Under 30, you're deficient and you definitely need to take immediate action, ladies and gentlemen. So how about top sources of vitamin D? Number one, I would say sunlight. And the best fish, halibut. Three ounces give you 932 units. And there's uh, mataki mushrooms, a cup of them without, you know, not, not the ones that are converted into uh, vitamin D like Dr. Smith was talking about. But one cup of mataki mushrooms have 786 international units of, of vitamin D. And don't forget about eggs. Eggs, a uh, large whole egg has vitamin D in it. All right. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, when I was living up north near Kennett Square, I could get uh, unpasteurized raw milk. I that That is an incredible healthy uh way to drink your milk uh but uh I, I can't beat that horse because everybody's after these farmers all right so we've talked about vitamin d thyroid cancer uh adrenal glands i mean uh sort of covered a heck of a variety of topics here today jerry well that's the fun of being uh extemporaneous you know there's a lot of yeah. good information out there and the people need this information because they're not going to get it on 11 o'clock news, that's for sure. And if they yeah. go to their you know, family physician, he's basically giving you his parroted, uh, you know, paradigm, which is, you know, to me, worthless almost. Yeah, he's just going to he's going to write your prescription. And pediatricians, ladies and gentlemen, you know, they are just giving vaccines. They are just vaccine dispensers. And just just as yeah, here we go. Extemporaneous. I did. I really, of all the cases of uh, mumps that occurred at Harvard, they were spread among people that were vaccinated. So this vaccine program, uh, Robert De Niro has his pro, the the uh, has a film that he uh, he squashed, but he wanted to show it in France. 
about vaccinations, but it, it'll come out again. And if it does, yeah, I'll, it was I'll actually, call. yeah, it was in the uh, Tribeca Film Festival up in New York, and uh, I'm sure he was pressured uh, to no end to uh, poet. But you know what's fascinating? There was a a study done by a huge pediatric uh, practice uh, outside of uh, Chicago, Illinois, and what they showed the children that had no vaccines and breastfed were the healthiest out of a group of 20,000 pediatric patients. The ones that were uh, formula-fed and vaccines were the sickest. Yeah, well, you and I know that, and Dr. Mendelson, who I used to follow religiously 35 years ago, he knew it. He was a great pediatrician. Uh, but the, today, the easiest way out is to give a shot and not even read the research. And even the new flu shots and the, you know, if you read, if you, you can look up what's in these, ladies and gentlemen, you can see all the mercury, thimerosal, and uh, study after study. And I'll, I'll talk to you, we'll talk a little bit about vaccines next week. I mean, study after study shows how ineffective the flu vaccine is. It just has not protected anybody and yet filled their body with lots of formaldehyde and thimerosal. So uh, it, just, it just doesn't work. And, and you know, the other thing is antibiotics. I mean, they're killing us. It's in the livestock, and they're, you're used too much. And, of course, a study came out showing that uh, treatment of Lyme disease uh, with long-term antibiotics is, is, is worthless. But I, I'll bet you if you go to your physician and you say, I have Lyme disease again, I bet you he put you on antibiotics for three months. They're just not paying attention. And what I started this year out with is critical thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Your physicians, yourself, you have to think about things. And you have to form your own conclusions because the medical schools are controlled by the big, big pharmaceutical companies. They give these medical students, these residents, all kinds of perks. And when they get out, they unconsciously, I'm not going to say that they do it consciously, unconsciously start writing prescriptions and going the way that they were taught. So we really have to think out of the box, uh, as Dr. Dr. Smith says, and uh, uh, take control of your life. You have to take control of your life. Well, uh, before uh, we get like the butcher that backed into his meat grinder, you know, he got a little behind. Well, <laughs> in his work, we don't want to get behind in our work here. All right, we're even now. <laughs> That's called rump roast. Uh, yeah. Hey, if a, if, a, if a thief stole a calendar, you think he would get 12 months? At least. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we don't we don't want to get behind in our work, so we're not going to go up against a meat grinder. But you've been listening to Dr. Ron and Dr. Smith here on Rejuvenations Health Radio. We're going to keep this show uh, weekly at four and keep it unfiltered, uncensored. We'll have some topics that we will bat around, but we will leave it open to your questions. Uh, and uh, let's see, there's one one phone here I didn't open up today. Sorry about that. Is that Dr. Dan on there? Yeah, how you doing, Ron? Doctor Ron, Doctor Jerry. Did you have anything for Doctor Smith before we close up today's show? Well, I want to say that show's terrific, really informative. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Reed and I are both outlining your shows every day, every time you have it on. All right. Well, I think uh, Doctor Dan, we're going to be talking a lot, lot more about thyroid. I know. Miss Rita has a, that issue. We're going to talk about more about, you know, more about the uh, treatment of it. You know, how to use the T3, T4 natural thyroid uh, preparations, iodine, uh, in order to uh, be more, you know, not just point out the problem, but you know, we want to try and have a solution for your problem. Right. We've got her on the uh, compounded natural thyroid. Okay. And uh, I didn't get to the iodine yet, but I plan on it. But the other thing you want to consider is does your wife have any like root canals or wisdom teeth extractions or other toxins that are burdening the thyroid? Because, again, you could feed it everything it needs, but if you don't remove the causative factors, it's still going to be sluggish, you know, like pesticides, heavy metals, uh, viruses. Um, you know, the, most doctors don't factor in the, these, this part of the equation. 
Right. We we just had her teeth taken care of. Everything's fine. Okay. She's doing she's doing well with that. So that's not one of the factors at this point. Well, that's but, what we're going to be talking about more, Doctor Dan. The the, the mouth uh, whole body connection because every week I read an article just like I read this one and about pancreatic cancer and gingivitis and bleeding gums. We, we're going to be talking more and more about uh, these uh, uh, conditions and the thyroid because every place you, you turn, the thyroid, adrenal, exhaustion, uh, gonadal exhaustion, people taking uh, all these Viagra type things. It's just crazy. And anyway, I, I appreciate everyone that's been listening. I'm uh, very thankful. Uh, like I always tell Dr. Dan, I have an attitude of gratitude. Right. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much for your time, uh, your You're invaluable welcome. experience. Our, our, I know our audience appreciates it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week at 4 o'clock, we'll have another unfiltered, uncensored uh, program for you. And I guarantee you what we talk about, you will not hear on the nightly news. You won't read about it in Time magazine. You won't read about it in uh, U.S. Uh, Today, U.S. Daily News. It's, uh, you're only going to get it here. So tell your friends if you uh, have any, and uh, we will be back next week. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jerry. Thank Take you. Care. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.